I was like, wow, what do I do? People are asking for refunds. People are asking for their money. And I'm like, and I'm standing strong. I'm like, listen, you know, my company policy is that we stand by our product, but we don't give refunds. We will always take your money and we'll always give you a product. We'll always make good on the product, but we're not giving refunds. We just don't. And because we stand behind our product. My, our product is good. You're never not, like, our product is- You're never not learning. You're never not advancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get something good out of what you're doing. Like, I will deliver. I'll, we will deliver. And, you know, my mind started spinning. And I said, the show must go on. Dude, we all have the best time ever to start a small business. If I'm not going to be 100% in, I'm not going to do it. Come on, man. Just be yourself. Yeah. And, like, and just show up as yourself. If you don't realize what I'm really about, I'm about freedom, family, and my country. AJ. Cheers, Welcome brother. back. Cheers. Cheers, dude. I don't feel like getting up. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Long day. I'm a, I'm a father of two. You're getting to two soon. Joanne whispered that to me a few weeks ago. You know, she said, we're going to go for two. <laughs> I'm oh, lying. God. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh. So you were the first guest. Yeah, yeah, coming back for a second. On Fireside. Yeah. The way I wanted to kick this off, and I, the one thing I didn't tell you about as we were talking prior to was, I love you as a friend. We're very critical of each other. Um, and I love that. I have just did a post recently, Eat the Meat, Spit the Bones. Um, you're harsh on me at times to the core, and I think that's a good thing for me. Um, I'm harsh on you to the core. For sure. So I want your honest feedback of the show and what you have seen happen over the last year with Fireside. You know, it's crazy because when you first brought it up to me, you know, a while ago that you wanted to do this, is like, I thought it was an awesome idea. It's so needed. And I, I thought, I truly believed in you. I think that, I think the first couple days or first couple weeks we met each other, we realized we had a very, very, you know, real drive to, to want more out of life and want more and these things. And I think that, you know, you even right off the bat said to me, you know, a lot of stuff about entrepreneurship and, and, and yada, yada. We had a lot of cool conversations with each other and one of the big things was is that you I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this yeah you're trying you're, you're, you're for you what I love about you is that you're so smart you can go so many ways with your conversation and you have a very high IQ and what I want people to see here on camera is our raw, real relationship. Yeah, yeah. You're like a fucking nerd that's got like a million answers you want to get to. So just hit me with some fucking straight passion as my friend that you would tell me, you know, six tequilas deep. Like, what did you think about the show, dude? Just let it rip. I mean, dude, there's been some episodes that I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe you got this guy on here. And, you know, the sharing that it's getting, the 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 width that it's growing on the line, and then there's some episodes that I'm like, dude, what the fuck are they doing? So, you know, not for nothing, but it's only been a year. You know, it, it's it's amazing. Like, you know, there's people that talk to me in my office. They're like, yo, your friend Ryan Robbins, they love I love his podcast, ba ba ba. You know, not for nothing. I mean, I I can't I, I can only say positive stuff. Like, not for nothing. There's been some episodes that I'm like, dude, what the fuck was that? But I do that with Joe Rogan too. Not to defend it. 100%. And I'm sure 
things that in my life, people, they see the marketing moves I make with what I do and they say the same thing about what I do. It is what it is. Like, you know, you can't like, you move along. Yeah. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna fuck, you know, a guy who hits 300 makes into the Hall of Fame in baseball. So you're not gonna hit, you're not gonna hit a home run every time. We're gonna, we're gonna get into you know? your, your business online in addition to Thrive. But from a guy who, I took some advice. I picked up the ball and ran with it. Yeah, yeah. To see start to finish overall what it has done within a year, you know, do you think it's a positive or a negative? Oh, dude, it's such a positive. I mean, not for nothing, like, you know, I had a podcast, I think, for like two years, and I maybe, it really, I never was able to monetize it. I never really was able to keep it going. I guess I didn't see an ends to a mean at some point, and I realized I had to move on to other things. Um, I was interviewing people online through Zoom or through Skype. Uh, I never had an in-person interview ever. I did have the goals to get to that point at one point. It just never grew to that. I never had the, I didn't have the, I guess maybe the um, financial ability to do these type of things, uh, but, you know, I also don't think it's your expertise. No, as like this is a relationship we have. Like, yeah, I think the camera turns on and you, you turn into a different person. Yeah, I'm not you, a big camera guy. Like it's it just not me. Like I'm a really, I'm more of like the, you know, you had Basilon. I'm more the producer behind the screens. I'm yeah, more the, and you're good at that. I'm more the, you know, putting the people. I'm more the, I'm more the guy. The you help out me with this yeah. as uh, almost an, an assistant producer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm more the. You know, you see how I operate in the office and how I see vision and how I see things go. And I, and I have a long-term vision with certain things, especially like, you know, I've had this vision for that, for the, the lounge, like we've been talking about at the office. We're gonna and, get into that, don't get it, ahead of and, us. But what I'm saying is it's it, it's come to fruition. It's getting there, it's there, it's, it's real. It's actually tangible now. And I've had this vision for years. What I love about you most is when you let your hair down, I could pick your brain and you're not worried about offending anybody or worried about the next move you have to make because you are the guy that will have eight high noons together. You're ramping me up to get another shot in and then you're up at six at the gym talking shit to me while you're not at the gym and I'm like, you instigated the shots, dude. Like, what the fuck? I told you I can't work out. I'm getting up, baby. Yeah. You and, know me. I'm up, I'm up running a couple miles lifting some weights my point of this to, to wrap out. up the whole year of fireside yeah. your, your take on it your first being the guest on it i think you believed in it you continue uh, to believe in uh, it i'm the biggest believer you know the biggest and if supporter. you don't like something about it yeah. you're gonna tell me you're 100%. gonna tell Evan, and i appreciate that i appreciate that about you a lot yeah yeah you know what i i, I day one with you and evan you know I, I loved every minute of it i loved the idea and i thought that this was something else and i and i can't wait to see what the next year and I hopefully can't. Don't say Evan's name. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna keep him in the background. We're gonna keep him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can't wait. You know, maybe a year from now I'll come on again, and we could do another the evolution of all evolution, of us. And, and and see where I'm at, and see where you're at again. Can, can you say from a, a helicopter view, also the little ecosystem that this has built? Well, it's funny. I walked in. I even went in the backyard. You know, I walked in before. Um, 
And Ev standing there, I'm like, wow, it's crazy. Like, you know, we didn't even have the sign. We didn't have the plans. We had nothing. We didn't really have an idea where the hell we were going with the conversation. We actually walked on. Do you remember? We walked on. We cheers as we were walking on. We're yeah. like, and we looked at each other like, all right, where do we go? Yeah, like, what the fuck? What are we doing? All right, let's go. Should like, we just talk shit? All right, let's just talk shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. how it started. And, uh, like, the ecosystem. It's action. It's, it really is. It really is. And, and, and it, it's insane, though, that no matter like as an entrepreneur though you know recently in my world not in you know i have multiple worlds within my businesses in one world right now i'm i'm frozen i i'm like a i'm like a statue and i can't i don't it's really crazy and then in another world i can't lose i can't lose like it's no matter what action i take or no matter what i do i can't lose it's just really weird well, sometimes you get on that roll and it's like you're winning and you're winning and you're winning and, it's and you're cr- winning. It's, it's insane, though, how, like, but you could be winning one day and the next day just get fucking your ankles just fucking pile-drived out underneath That's you. That's business, though. It, no, exactly. It's That's entrepreneurship. Business. Well, it's entrepreneurship. So I want to talk about the evolution of Thrive, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. least since I have been around. Yeah, yeah. You have an ex-partner. You started with somebody. Um, you guys, you know, in my clear vision when I came in, you guys had completely different visions. Your vibe was off, and you have now bought that partner out, and you have taken Thrive to the next level because you don't have that partnership any longer. And I want to talk about the new Thrive and what you just launched in Belmar. Let's actually go backwards. So. You know, a lot of people, it's just like marriages. You come into a marriage and you come into a partnership, everyone's happy. Everyone's feeling good. It's great up front. It's, it, you know what I mean? It's the honeymoon, it's the honeymoon state, phase. Honeymoon phase, everyone's happy. Money might not even be being made at that point, you know, but everyone's happy. You know, it's that beginning stage You're and everyone's excited. happy. Everyone's excited. Even then the money actually starts flowing and everyone's even happier, you know, but you know, as we grew and we grew and we just started growing apart and that's really what it was. We had different visions and, you know, there was, you know, I think you could attest to this is that, you know, one of my, I think you could even look at it as a flaw to me or whatever it is, but, you know, I look to give first. I don't look to take. I, you know, and I, and one of my biggest things of marketing and my, one of my biggest things of trying to grow Thrive is actually giving. If you give, you will get, you know? And that's really like, I just use that as my biggest motto. No matter what I do, I truly, I, 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 And your, I, your I, ex-partner was more in the numbers. He wanted to crunch I, down on the numbers. I, and I don't think it was even that, because I, I, the more I dig, the numbers were so off. First uh, of all, I think we're actually, you know, very complete opposites, both highly driven but we're complete opposites. What I think makes us friends is deep down, we know the big heart that each other has. Yeah. And in business, a lot of times, I think as business owners, like you're doing something nice for the community or you're doing something nice for, I know you do a lot for animals and the animal shelter and all that stuff. People are, and again, I've talked about this in the past with Jamie and Tommy Hawk, like you're only building skate parks so you can sell skateboards. Yeah. Like people still have to stroke those checks. Yeah. To the municipality, to the police, to the vet, to the to the young kids that you're helping out in high school today. And although you do know that is about business in the long run, but Fireside is all about 
given and given oh, free information. 100%. And I know that it's going to come back to me to pay for my lifestyle that I want to provide to my family. Yeah. But look how many other people I helped. You're getting and I see that in people you. along the way. Yeah, yeah. Like even, you know, uh, you know, I'm very, very somehow I just found a really big niche within the the wrestling world, and uh, you know, like. Uh, Every year I set along, uh, I've set aside a certain amount of money within my budget to be able to give back to the wrestling teams in the area. And, you know, years past it was all right, you threw a sign up at their golf outings and it really probably didn't do anything. It, it doesn't was like, do nothing. It wouldn't, didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, but yes, you still gave and you felt good about it and the guys thanked you and, you know, whatever. But I started, you know, thinking outside the box, how can I change this, you know? How can I change the money I'm spending to actually be something greater, but actually make a bigger impact? And actually, people actually enjoy it more. The money I'm spending, the money that I'm donating actually be enjoyed more. It's win, win, win. It's a win, win on their end, my end, everyone's end. And uh, recently, like CBA Wrestling, which a bunch of the guys, you know, frequent our office all the time. Uh, the coaches, the the brothers, all the guys for the whole CBA world. CBA Hall of Fame, Basil Iwanek. Yeah, yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Basil. Um, <laughs> he played b-ball, though. He played b-ball. But wrestling, the wrestling team, uh, I, I, this year they're looking to possibly win a state championship this year. He, ton of great young men on that team. They, you know, uh, if I could have, you know, just them in my office all the time, I would take them. You know, they're that good at young kids. I think kids. you find excitement in it because you were that guy. You yeah, were yeah. into baseball. Competitive, you exactly. Were competitive. I enjoyed it, yeah. But go, well, going back to... Uh, I got to share a story quick. No, no, that, real I, quick, real quick. Right. So the, the reason why we were on this is that, you know, instead of throwing a, a sign-up or hit, donating to the hole-in-one or donating to the the cart at the at the drink station or whatever it is for their golf outing, you know, we made custom hats, and it has the Colt, the, the you know, the, the CBA Colt on the front, and it has Thrive on the side, and the beautiful golf hats. Like I saw you and give them to that kid Xander the other Beautiful, day. gorgeous golf hats that every person that goes to the golf outing is going to get that hat. And it's actually a hat that people are going to want to put on. It's not It's not some cheesy, crappy hat. Where did it's you a, find that hat? What's that? Where'd you find that? The original at? Imperial? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that was WCC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my the point I'm making is that is that think outside the box, like with marketing. Like my marketing, like everything I'm starting to do now is like how can my marketing and how can I give back? How can I give and how can my marketing change and not be the same as everybody else? The purple cow, right? The purple cow. So that I was just literally, you read my mind, dude. You knew I was going to go there. You knew I was going to go there. I, I don't know. Maybe we just think read know. each other's minds. You told me about that book back still when you were in the Spring Lake office and we started to talk about the young athletes. Because in the past, you guys were trying to target these UFC kids and these guys coming up trying to do big things in this boxing world. That's all well and good. It yeah. maybe gets you a little bit of notoriety. Maybe you get you a new follower. But your biggest thing back then was like, I, I want to help these guys, but they don't make me any money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, and we talked about you this saw on the last that up, struggle, but you got to make money. Yeah, you saw that struggle there. Yeah, yeah. You got to make money. Like this yeah. is a business. It costs a lot of money to open the doors. Your new facility is extremely beautiful. Yeah. And you know, I walked through that lounge area the other day, and your wife Joanne made a, a funny comment that I talked about Aspen, and I was like, you know, Joanne, I feel like this was your taste, Aspen. I know you Aspen's your taste. <laughs> like, it's high-end, man. It's a lot of money. Yeah, It's yeah. a lot of money that you put out. 
you can't just have people walking through your door just to get a cool Instagram pic. It's just, it, it doesn't agree, really move the needle. I, I agree, I agree. And, and you know, you know, it, 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 it's been, a, that was another struggle in the past that, you know, through partnerships and stuff like that. And, you know, that's changed, you know, it's changed in our model and, you know, some things that have changed and, uh, you know what? I, I I do enjoy having a lot of these big athletes in the office, and you know who's that hockey guy that liked my thing today? That was like a blue uh, blue check. Kachuk, I don't know, Vinny. Uh, I think his his girlfriend comes and sees Vinny actually of some sort, um, or some. I don't you know. Lot, my point is, you have a lot of big athletes that have walked through your doors, and you have helped, and you've loved to help them. Oh yeah. But it doesn't always necessarily pay the bills, and you're running this like a business. My point is though. Going back to that purple cow. Yeah. Is it blue or purple? It's actually a purple cow. Purple cow. Yeah, yeah. What you said about that book is, I want to stand out and be different for young athletes. How can I add value to these people? Yeah. How can I take advantage of the recent rule changes? So I want to roll into that and move off of what we've been talking about. So you and I talked about a year ago, and you're like, you know, I don't love my space anymore. Yeah. It's done me a solid I don't owe it anything it doesn't owe me anything but I want to expand and there was no space you were looking around with the young kid Trevor West and I'm sure other people in your yeah, world yeah. and you couldn't find anything and you finally stumbled upon this place and you were like Ryan this is the spot this is a spot that I could vision and, I, and you know you and I are very different you know yeah, I laughed yeah. at we're friends sometimes like you're into very detailed stuff you love a Porsche I want to drive a King Ranch 250, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You love a condo in Jupiter, I want a cabin. Yeah, 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 but exactly. The the flair that you have sells, yeah. and you're very about that life. And you knew, walking into this new facility, one of the things that you wanted to do to help and target marketing-wise was young athletes. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what changed in the collegiate world that allowed you to do Ooh. this and where your vision was going. So, like, in the high school and collegiate world, one of the biggest push-pulls was always that, like, we couldn't, we could never even, like, discount, we couldn't even discount our treatment. High school or college, ever. We couldn't even give any sort of discount. Yeah, God forbid they found well, out. Well, no, even, like, I mean, not for nothing, not, not everyone has the money to just come in, and we want to help. So yeah. we legally couldn't, like, even if a family... Explain why. So, so because of NCCA rules, and... They, it would be considered a gift, and it would, it would it could impact the fact that if they could get a scholarship from that from NCCA, like which is called collegiate sports, if we we couldn't damage that process, like like not for nothing, Sebastian Rivera used to come in all the time. His father would pay for his treatment because it was, even though we had this relationship with elite wrestling that like dude we would have probably just taken care of Seabass like like dude Seabass just come in we'll take care of you like no big deal we legally couldn't because god forbid like yeah, they find something they out. find out like somehow all of a sudden Seabass wins a national championship at, at when he was at Northeastern yeah, at, people or, are haters once North, you win people are haters or Northwestern at the time and all of a sudden they find out he received a bunch of all this free care at Thrive and it was X, Y, and Z, it added up to this cost and all this stuff. It's like, that's considered like taking payment. It's it's this whole thing. And now, I forget that when it happened, I want to say like probably about a year ago, maybe 
nine, 12 months ago, probably last fall, I think going into last fall into football season last year. So probably right around this time last year, um, this whole NIL name image likeliness came out. And what it means is that these kids can capitalize on their actual, on their, on their image. And, and with social media these days, and that was the whole thing that like we've always like tried to capitalize on this backdoor, tried to figure a way, but it, we legally couldn't to figure it out by, you know, even saying, hey, you know what? The cryo boots are discounted or the, or the, 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 the uh, compression boots are, you know, when you come in for treatment, you know, you could pay for your treatment and all these things, but these extra, these fluff things are all on us and we could add value to the treatment and it's part of your NIL deal or vice versa, hey, you know what? Represent Thrive, go wear t-shirts. Put rock, a post up. Put posts up, rock hats, you know, do these things for us, represent the brand, represent these things and then, you know, you go do, uh, you know, work events for us or do these things and, and you might get some, you know, either get payment or you actually can receive a large discount, uh, you know, like this membership for these NIL athletes is going to be at a reduced rate to use that lounge or vice versa. You know, these that lounge is, is, is very nice. It's real. It's, it's, it's actually re legit. It's not like a, a hosh posh thing. It's not a, so when I thought about it, when I first walked in after it was completed, I was there obviously before you changed anything. And you know, now walking in the last you know two times I've been there, when I walk into the lounge part, I think about the Arabelle. The Arabelle, if anybody's never been out to um, Vail, is like the spot to be. Beautiful hotel, resort. And part of that, my beautiful wife, Kelly, who deals with me, I was like, whatever the spa payment was, yeah. I think it was very pricey. I think it was like 500 bucks for four days. Yeah, yeah. You get access to the gym, you get access to this, this, and that, whatever. All I took advantage of was their little ice bath setup, the hot tub, the sauna, and the steam room. Yep. And honestly, I think your lounge is nicer looking. You know what I know something crazy? Is it's not even complete. I still have like probably like 25% to go. And I can't wait because I think that I have a bigger vision. I think me and you have had some detailed conversations about some like extras that are gonna be part of that that are really gonna just make- add that little add the, like icing on the cake yeah. or whatever you wanna call it. And it's gonna be really cool. You better have a really nice chrome stand water thing <laughs> that swaps out cucumbers, oranges, and Oh, you gotta swap it out? Like uh, it's only, it has to swap? It has to swap out every other day. You need to switch the water. Um, I mean, dude, we got the kitchen. We got the kitchen in the office. I mean, the girls could sit in the kitchen, slice the cucumbers, slice the, you know, you, slice you the gotta shit. You got to have the water in there. I think, I, I, I mean, we could do, I mean, even in the kitchen, it'll be cool. I think we're going to start, I, I would like to have, have some just, meals in there. Yeah. Have some eat clean bros. Eat clean bros, right? Some eat clean bros. What's, what's going on with that? You know, you, something you should do. Jamie, eat clean bro. Hit us up. Let's go. <laughs> He's busy. He's busy. He's too busy for us. He's too busy for us. <laughs> so talking about the recovery lounge, talking about the new office, you guys wanted to move to a bigger space. You found a beautiful space. It couldn't be more ideal. They were also a medical practice prior to yeah. you. It's overlooking the Belmar Canal. Super awesome space. Yeah. Very new, very clean, large ceilings, recovery lounge. That's gonna be kind of a subscription model. Talk a little bit about that. So the lounge itself is gonna be a subscription model. So, you know, I, you know, I think a lot of people 
realize that like a lot of things are just going that subscription model and it's a lot easier for the cost consumer and it's a lot easier for the business to just put things on subscription and allow for the person to access the space when they want to not versus always constantly just having to shell out cash and or make an appointment which is a hassle exactly it's all through app it's all going to be through a custom app on it's going to be called the thrive recovery app it's going to be available on the android or or apple or if you don't have that, you could just go on on a, on a web browser and access it. Um, but you act, you know, you either have like you have a, a login. It's gonna be your email, and you literally have you have your appointments. You either have a subscription or you have like a block of, of appointments that you buy. Just like going to CKO, a bar class, a gym, a boot camp class, or whatever it is. It's like it's gonna be the exact same type of model, and. Uh, just like I, I go to Orange Theory sometimes. My wife goes there all the time and we go there. Um, she loves that shit. Um, and you're gonna either pay, I, I have it locked down now. It's gonna be 139 a month for eight sessions, 199 unlimited or uh, $300. Or, now is this for Orange Theory or for your No, lounge? no, this is for our lounge. Mm -hmm. I, don't even, I don't even know what Orange Theory is. Um, or it's gonna be $300 for 10 sessions. So th breaking it down. Totally fair. But the t 10 sessions don't expire. During the monthly, it does expire. So it's all about your value and your lifestyle and how you want to work it. But I mean, not for nothing, one session, if you want to come in or vice versa, buy on the app for one session, it's $40. So, so let's talk about, it, let's and you talk get about one the hour. app a little bit though. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your background in technology. And I'm not going into the online business yet, but Creating an app, right? So I go to DVTree, shout out to DVTree, or I go to some of these companies and I'm able to just order exactly what I want. It's done in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. What type of platform are you using? Is this a template app? Yeah, yeah. What so, is the template so app what's company? What's so awesome about the world now is that even like, not for nothing, t-shirts or Whatever, you, a lot of stuff is not what you think it is. It's private labeled. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the app's gonna be private labeled. It's just like the company that owns that app, that whole ability to create. It's just, they're gonna slap my name on it and it's just gonna be there. So it's called Club Ready. And Club Ready, which they do CKO boxing, they do Pure Bar, they do a lot of those big gyms. That I think they might, I think they do Orange Theory. They do a lot of these big, subscription model type gyms that I'm gonna use that same model for my little lounge and and then the goal is to grow this not just this one space is to grow to multiple um, uh, of these lounges uh, and turn this into something like that's more so than almost like a separate business from yeah Thrive. like yeah 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 exactly like this isn't like I don't go into something to just like just do it like I don't ever do that I, don't, I think you know that about me you're thinking you know, probably too many steps ahead, but you're, yeah, you're like critically just, thinking ahead. But it's just how I always, it, it, I don't think my mind doesn't think that way. I can't physically not think that way. It's just how I am. Yeah. You know? I don't go, I, I, I think like, you know, years ago, my friend was like, go do a triathlon. I turned around and did an Ironman. Like, with not with barely training, like it's just how I am. I I, I, I don't just do like. Yeah, you're kind of a I psycho. Don't, I don't try, yeah, yeah, I don't try things. I'm not a trier. Like, oh, hey, you want to try something? No, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to take it to its fullest and I'll probably be one of the best at it. 
Shout out to Vic Miro, one of my old partners. He retired. Um, he used to say all the time, are you interested or are you committed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're definitely a committed guy. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the Recovery Lounge, talking about Thrive, you know, I want to dig into your brain on marketing for a minute. So going back to that book, The Purple Cow, describe how you think that you are moving forward with Thrive and marketing to not become the brown cow. Thrive's been on a bunch of billboards. It's yeah. been on a ton of people's t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. It's been in a ton of people's gyms that you've thrown sponsorships, partnerships, all that stuff yeah. through. Talk about moving forward, how you want to market Thrive. So, so for like the listener, the viewer, uh, the brown cow, um, or purple cow per se, so Purple Cow is a book by uh, Seth Godin, right? I think that's his name, Seth Godin. And I, I really enjoy audible books. And this book really hit me when I read it. And I've read it probably about five, I listened to it. I, I really can't read books. Since I was a kid, I've really never been able to read a book. And it's crazy when books actually came out, I actually like started just reading, reading, reading. And I was like, holy shit, books. And I started actually becoming very like, intricate but so this Seth Godin purple cow book probably read about five times and every time I read these books they just keep hitting me differently and I keep taking nuggets and I keep taking nuggets and I keep taking nuggets and I do this with a lot of books in my in my uh, audio audible uh, library and the book starts out is that Seth Godin is uh, I think he said he takes a trip to England with his family as a kid and uh, or Ireland or something and, and they get off the plane and they get in a car and he says at first, the first when they first get on the road it's like these cows are sitting there and he's like holy crap look at these cows huh, these cows are amazing huh, there's cows oh my god there's cows are everywhere huh. and then it's like wow it's, a, it's another cow huh, there's another cow oh my god that cow looks awesome but then it's like you're like a mile down the road and just cows everywhere and they're like, you don't even notice the cow yeah. anymore. It's another cow. It's just another fucking cow. That's how Thrive's logo started to... You know, and, and, and you know, you start... But, but within, within anywhere within marketing, that's how marketing gets. And you'll start seeing some of my billboards come down and you'll start seeing the change of my evolution of my marketing of how I'm gonna start changing things. And yeah, I'm gonna still see throw billboards up there. You'll never see billboards not come down just because of who I am. I, I love those billboards. They're mm. they're part of me. They're who I am. Um, especially now with the new office, the electronic one right there. I don't see I'll ever give that one up. Like that will probably be the one that will stay up. Um, and you know, the way I see Purple Cow moving, or the way I see marketing moving, is is how do you how do you get in front of the most eyes and understand by not getting in front of the most eyes purposefully like that's how so i right, see it the right targeted eyes yeah but like i see it almost as like it's like with like purposefully but not purposefully in a way and i'll give you an example like like partnerships with the right people or partnerships with or, or like, I'm, I'm working on a partnership with the SKWC, but uh, right now, actually, Joe Pollard, who I was talking to, who was, was SKWC's guy, he just got hired for Rutgers, 
with Good Ale. Shout out to Good Ale. Shout out to Rutgers Wrestling. But um, so I don't know where that leaves off Pollard with SKWC or not. But we were working on a little bit of a relationship that, you know, you know, one of their big things is that like, okay, you know, you partner with an SKWC or like a wrestling club like that. Um, you know, typically, okay, your your logo goes on their T-shirt, or you know, or like on their maybe like the front of their like their singlet or something, and then okay, every once in a while, somehow someone gives you a shout out every once in a while, and that's it. And your money, you don't really know where your money goes. Like okay, but when I think that's good at first when you're first. Is trying to establish brand awareness. Yes. But to But that's old school the cow I feel like analogy. It's this it's, cow analogy just becoming regular. Like that yeah. that logo on the side, like we were saying before that Nike doesn't even get recognized on your sleeve anymore. Like it mm-hmm. just doesn't. It doesn't pop anymore. It doesn't jump at anyone. Everybody But Nike every, also changes they do. their shirts, their colors, they do. their they, shoes. Yeah, like well they're, they they're switch it up. Uh, that's all why the time. Nike is who they are. But my Shoe point, Dog, great book, if no one's ever read it in the business community. Yeah. But like, there's always something on people's sleeves now. Like, look, you have a logo on your sleeve, and that's your WCC logo on your no, sleeve. No, it ain't. It's not? No, it's a Thrive logo. Your Thrive logo's on your hat. Compliance watcher. <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> so, so, like, it becomes the brown cow. And, but like, here's my example. Like, so... Like, so I want to take you back to that because we talked about this earlier. You're saying, hey, I go in there, we partner. I want to help you. I want to help your athletes. Yeah. But I have to get some type of profit. Exactly. I can't just I got to get something back. Yeah, so, yeah, like, Thrive yeah. I got to get my beak wet. I got to get my beak singlet. You're wearing Thrive shirts. I appreciate all that. Yeah. But that's not doing anything for my Anymore. bottom dollar. Like, they, they might have thought that because they're not marketing. They're not the ones marketing. I am. They're not the ones. To be we, honest with you, a lot of these gyms they, just look at it as an income source. Well, yeah, but they no also. No hate on any of them. They might, but they also on their end might think that that's good. So, like, I try to switch it up and say, listen, like, can I, Can we switch things up here? Like, I don't want to be just like everybody else. I want to be different. And, you know, like, let me approach this as, hey, let's start something different. Let's start saying, hey, let's start maybe doing podcasts together. Let's start doing videos together. Let's start doing co-branded things together, events together. You know, things like that that actually can move the needle. These- I think it big time moves the needle. Like these t-shirts, these banners, these things just don't move needles anymore. They just don't. I'm gonna give another little shout out again. This is two episodes in a row. I gave him some love only because he's a great guy, but Andrew, uh, Zimmer from Pittsburgh. He was here. He talked about him and his wife's law firm. That guy was so appreciative of everything that we put together for him. And I think the biggest part that he appreciated is quickly he gained about 62 followers. So when you're talking about new style of marketing, you're going to go invite someone for a collaboration. If people don't know what that is on Instagram, if and it doesn't matter what size you know following you have or anything, I can put a post up, I can invite Thrive or AJ, he's gonna accept on his end, and the post that I make is going to allow his viewers to see it and my viewers to see it. So when you're going into a business and you both have some type of mutual common ground and a sense of how we're both gonna benefit from this, why would you not wanna do a collab? And it's not expensive, there's nothing, you know, 
complex about doing it. Yeah, yeah. You're looking to do different things like that, obviously, and other things in addition, versus just putting your logo on someone's T-shirt or, or singlet. Yeah. You know, Talk I, about that. Yeah, I mean, even like, you know, I, I, just like I, I'm a little disappointed. I, we're doing Belmar 5 mile race in a few, in a few weeks. And you know what? I, I, I We just moved to Belmar a few weeks ago you know, on, on August 1st. And, you know, my goal was to, to, to find a way to get really involved with Belmar 5. It's a huge race. It's like a huge, it's a huge, awesome, like end of the summer Jersey Shore thing, like in this area. And um, I've ran it before. I've been involved with it for in the past with other things that I've been involved with. But with Thrive moving to town, I was like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure a way to get really involved. So right now we are the biggest sponsor for going forward, but we're really not getting that much recognition. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed with it, but I said, listen, next year I want Thrive on the, on the bib. Like the bib that everyone gets, like I want Thrive on that bib. Like, and, and my ultimate goal, like not for nothing, I've actually had a branded name race, the Thrive 5 in the past. It just never came to fruition because of COVID. But we had permits pulled in Wall and we had permits pulled in Point Pleasant Beach. Both towns were going to have Thrive 5 5Ks that every that dollar. That was for the PBA, right? Yeah, they for were both, both for well, PBA and for like uh, 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 first aid and, and that type of thing. And it was going to be like a lot of money was going to be get all the every proceed. I was like every proceed was going to get given back to the, the uh, first, responders. First, first responders, PBA, first responders. Uh, I, I think that was B Point Beach. And then Wall was actually going to go to uh, their canine. Um, the whole canine unit. Shout out to COVID. I mean, we the have shout a out to the pandemic. COVID fucked your whole run the, up. The pandemic did. Shout actually. out to Fauci. He's fucking resigned. He's going did to he? jail. Did he? <laughs> yeah, it really did squash it. But so then I kind of pivoted and said, you know what? How can I get involved with Belmar Five? And I'd love to, for it to become the Belmar Thrive Five or Five Thrive Belmar Five or something way. But I don't know if that will ever happen. But I would. Love I'm going to let you plan the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna let you spend the money. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go $5,000 more. I'm gonna call it the Fireside Run. <laughs> <laughs> Do all the work. And, just but, like, but like the the banners, you know, the, the bibs that everyone wears, the, the number, like somehow just yeah. have a big throttle. I'm on gonna there. run that thing. If, That's if, gonna be my goal next year. If it's on the front of it next year, my goal is to run it and finish it. That a boy. Yeah, you know, we were talking about that. Yeah, I saw you, like, yeah, like I think I posted the other day, or even maybe today. You've been posting more. I like that. Yeah, yeah, trying to get a little bit more, uh, a little, uh, another, uh, another. Uh, backside or non-purple cow way of marketing. It's another way of marketing. So this is going to take me naturally, and this is what people don't realize. None of this is scripted. Um, it organically just comes to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what most people don't know about you, yeah, and it's probably a very small percentage that do, yeah, you do a lot of different coaching. You, you'll throw this guy two grand and say, hey, what can I pick from him quick? Oh, yeah. You'll go into this type of coaching. Is this group for me? Like, I've seen you go through five coaches in the last year. Yeah. And I think you've landed on a couple good groups recently that I've seen you getting more involved with. Um, talk about getting continuous education and really trying to level up your game. The craziest part, I think, that within my world is that, like, who do you resonate with? And it's not about, like, not always the delivery of the product. It's, like, the actual person and the energy you get from them. So the coaching. Yeah, yeah. What what are you actually looking for? And I'm asking actually from someone who talks to you every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you actually looking for? You filter through this guy in the islands who is all like, 
anti like uh, dude i think i stayed on him for a minute i think i dropped but you pop. did it with a couple people i you know what it's you did it with Stuman and his um, he's like i love uh, his checkbox i'm still i'm still on apex i still rock apex um the crazy thing is though is that with coaching it's like i think you said something before is like you know eat eat the meat spit the bones and and i do that with a lot of coaching but the biggest coaching I ever had, a big, the biggest impact I've had, I'm not gonna lie, is this guy named Garrett J. White. And he has this thing called Wake Up Warrior. And again- yeah, His ads are everywhere. But I think we might have to even go further back as Ty Lopez. And- We talked about that last time We talked on. about it on the first podcast. And, and again, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they look for business coaching. But the problem is you need life coaching. Yeah. You need- every aspect because you start getting so fucking rounded in one and that's one of the biggest problems is, is like i think that's what drives me to a certain coach is that that person has to have that aspect within the coaching and if it doesn't i can't i, I can't be involved in the coaching because the problem is i can't be focused on one thing like i have to be focused also like 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 I almost have to also be focused on my wife i have to be focused on my health i have to be focused on these things if not Everything's gonna get thrown off. And you know, with, with Ty, his biggest thing was health, wealth, love, and happiness. And that attracted me to that whole so much. And, and, and you know what, like everyone probably sees his shit now and it's corny, it's cheesy, but the dude probably, the dude runs Pier One, he runs like- Corny, like, he's running a whole program right now. He's like, hey, if you wanna attach to Pier One or Radio Shack or these other massive conglomerates online, I'm a guy for two ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's, he's, he's probably cleaning dude, up. The dude was living in the old Scarface house at one point, like renting. Like, dude, the dude was killing it. Like when before, like you had before, like butts on Instagram, like everywhere. He was that guy with the Lambo and the butts on Instagram. That butt algorithm is bad, like, dude. Yeah, like, but yeah, but he was send that. me more business. Yeah, but now it's everywhere now. That's it's a obnoxious. It's now become the fucking brown cow. It's no longer the if purple. If I could tell any of you chicks out there that it's, maybe watch the show. But it's no longer the purple cow. Men like butts, but like that shouldn't be how you get ahead in life. Just It's no longer the purple cow, but it's no yeah. longer the purple cow. Like it's no longer the purple cow. It was though five years ago. It's not. Well, it's it doesn't even, now. It doesn't even matter. So Sean Whalen said this all the time. You're in the yeah. greatest time ever to take advantage of your industry yeah. and get out in front of everybody else. Why did Uber win so great over Lyft the last 10 years? It's because Uber was to the marketplace first. Yeah. So when it comes to social media, it comes to these types of marketing things that you're talking about, you gotta get out there and take you advantage of You just gotta get out. And, and you, you gotta, gotta switch it up. Yeah, you really do. You just, and you gotta like just take action. Um, and that's really another thing. I just take action. I hire coaches and if I don't fucking like them, I move on. Like, you know, you said, I've seen you probably go through five, six coaches. Uh, you know what? Guy, I, I, I'm an easy sale. I, people sell me, but guess what? I don't fucking care. Move the fuck on. I'm going. Like, yeah. it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm going to keep moving and I'm going to keep making money. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter in my world. Like, it's just going to be like whatever. And I'm not going to get back on the phone. And, because, like, in my world, sometimes, like, eh, I need a refund. Bah, bah, bah. Like, eh, bah, bah. like, you know what I mean? Dude, I'm reading emails right now, like, for my shit. Like, eh, mom, I mean, I got COVID. I'm, I'm, you know? No. Like, in my opinion, in my opinion, those people, some of them may have real things going on in their life. <laughs> 
they're losers that you don't need anyway. <laughs> so it's it's all good. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't come off time. as an asshole. On I don't even have time for yeah, it. Yeah, you're focused on the winners, right? I don't even have time for it. And that's like, what you're doing. You don't want no, to call no, them. I don't up. have time to call to people to be asked for a refund. I don't. I don't have time. Like, I, uh, to, you have an online assistant. She can call for a refund. Uh, she's busy collecting my money too. I've been on hold with Thrive for two weeks about my health insurance renewal. Like, you know, you need to send me some money back. Anyway, your business online yeah, yeah. is something that, how long we know you at? Four, four years now? I think it's four years. I think three. I met you, I met you right after I bought this house, not long after. Maybe okay. that summer after. I think so we met like that fall. Years. I think we met that fall. Yeah, maybe. That Whatever fall. it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had talked a lot about, and, and whether you know it or, or not, you were an inspiration to all of this. We yeah, talked yeah. a little bit about that in the beginning, yeah. but I was hearing your story about the terrible podcast that you should probably run, but you had a lot of names that you collected over time yeah, yeah, yeah. that you are monetizing on now. And none of them that may listen to this should be mad at it. They should be doing it in their world as oh, fast as possible in their markets. 100%. Um, but you took this thing to the next level over the last three years. And we don't got to go into specifics of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of, of your details. You have a partner. We need to give him a shout out and yeah, some love. Yeah, yeah. Say a brief thing about him. Hey, dude, Jeremy was my, uh, Dr. Jeremy Steiner, who's probably the savant. I think that like when I'm, he'll go down as the greatest acupuncturist of all time and probably medical doctor, like one of the medical doctors, because he's going to be getting his MD actually within the next couple of months. And which will, t will, will, I think, really explode things even a lot more. And we haven't um, gone into detail, but the way that you guys work with these needles, I, I was not a believer. I had a foot yeah, problem when yeah, I walked yeah, in and said yeah, this last yeah. time. You guys really do work it, miracles. And a lot of people would say it's bullshit. Yeah, but it's, it, 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 you can't look at it that way. It's, it's think, about, think about what we do is it's our input to your system. And then we're going to change your system through frequencies and different things we're going to do. It's like thinking like it, like it, you would say like an anesthesiologist who's going to insert a needle at your L2 to change or your L1 to change how your your adrenals are are, are doing something, and they're going to put some sort of an, uh, anesthesia at that mask. area. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like within your body. So we've actually dissected anesthesiologist books since 1900s. The the the, the two thousand like. We've gone back in time and, and dissected every anesthesiologist book. So is this like a book. Chinese? No, it's art? it's no, it's not. What we do is nothing to do with Chinese. It's more Western medicine adapted into Chinese but it's medicine. It's kind of Chinese medicine in a sense. Well, yes, People because think acupuncture about is Chinese medicine, but that's just inserting the needle, and they've they have a license to, to practice the medicine, and that's acupuncture. Okay, but inserting the needle into the body, say targeting a certain node or a certain adrenal or a certain thing within your body and then actually changing how the body's So let's just say I come in, I'm like, hey, Jeff, stressed out, dude. Fireside's been tough. I got yeah, a, yeah. a three-year-old. I got a three-month-old not sleeping. Like, my neck's real stiff. Like, like, hook me up with some relaxation. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing from that perspective? So there's, there's tons of different options, okay? Depending on, like, your ability to relax, which I know you can't, because you, right you have ADD and you'll be getting off my table in three minutes. But Fun fact, actually, when I'm in this guy's office, and he's, he's kind of a big deal, and he lets me get some white glove service as a good friend, and I love that. 
I like to be treated. I'm Prince Ryan sometimes. He, I, AJ, get these needles out of me. Now I'm, I'm getting text out. messages from from the from the room, and I'm like doing something else. I'm I'm handling something at the front desk. I'm in my office or something, and I'll get a text message. I'm like, what is this? And he's like texting from the room. Get these in a lot of miles. I'm freaking out. I'm like, get the hell out of here. I sit there so long. I got I got to get but, up. I got to move. But 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 to change. But to go back to that, what you were saying, um, you know, we're just trying to to get your body back to resiliency and back to adaptation, to be able to adapt to everyday living. So like, you know, the, when you originally came in for your low back or for your ankles or whatever you, you know, your everyday living. And, from, my, and, and, my, and my thing with that, not, again, not to jump in, but like, I felt like my foot forgot how to flex properly. So because it, it kept caving, like the nerves almost. It's just re-educating dysfunction in the system. So how can we override that dysfunction through the electrical system? Your body, uh, as much as, as complicated our body is, let's make it simple. It's like the, the electrical outlets, in, it's the electrical system in your house. You have a, you have a, you have a, a, a short circuit, you have a, 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 a circuit that's- Power goes out. Power goes out or a, a, a a circuit breaker has has popped. blown, has popped and blown. Okay, let's fix it. How do we change it? How do we fix it? Okay, let's work on it. What do we do? And we have the answers for that, just like the electrician has the answers for that. We have the answer for that. We change it, we move it, whatever we gotta do. Boom, we fix it, we clear the dysfunction within the system, the afferent, efferent signals to and from the brain, to and from the from the from the, the spinal cord, which is the central nervous system, brain and 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 spine, boom, and we make it change. It, 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 it's simple yet very complicated, but again, that needle is just our, our input to the system. Just like a massage therapist, their hands on your, on your skin is their input. So your skin is your actual largest defense mechanism. So think about that. Now I'm bypassing that skin to make such a greater change in your system. You know, or a chiropractor as, as much, and, and physical therapy. Again, they're, they're still touching from the, from the skin. I, am, I have chiropractors and physical therapists that work for me. I love this medicine. There's not one better than the other, but again, acupuncture bypasses the skin. It can make a lot larger impact. It can, it, it, there's no denying it. The impact that we can make with a needle, getting closer to the nervous system, there's certain and, 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 and let me go back on that. There's certain injuries and there's certain dysfunctions that we can make a lot larger of an impact on. Quicker, especially for athletes. They're, they're, they're for athletes that have, have, have a Sore. Or even just, a, uh, I hurt my shoulder today. I can't throw. Dude, I can, literally, we can make changes like this. A, a hurt knee, I think I'm out for weeks. Dude, I get you make the change like this. It's it's insane. Like it's the clearance of, of dysfunction that we can clear is 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 in minutes. So I think what people will be able to see through that passionate rant, which I love that I got you to do, um, that's the AJ I know. Like that's the brain that you have. I think that they will no longer think you know this is something I shouldn't at least try out if I have some issues. This online business started with. You doing a podcast, and I don't want to go crazy into it. We talked about it the last episode a year ago, but you were spending a lot of time talking to people overseas, get up in the middle of the night. It wasn't producing you anything. Yeah. And but what you did collect is a lot of names and an email list. <clears throat> yeah. And moving forward, you and you know your partners 
said, hey, why don't we package some of this? Why don't we sell it on DVDs? Right? That so, was the first start so, to it before you went online. So, so actually, let me, let, me, let me go back. So EAM is, a, is an education business within the acupuncture space, but Jeremy my, was my mentor. He was working for my father, and I really noticed he was like a savant within the space. This dude is just like something different. He's just different. There's something different about him. He's not a businessman though. And I and and then I saw the opportunity within the space, and just like I saw opportunity within certain things in other spaces, I have a vision for certain things, and I saw this vision of that this needed to be brought to market, what he was teaching me. He was starting to teach me these certain things and th- certain methods of of nerve 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 like changing how nerves react within the body and how can we change it through frequencies of electricity and how does electricity work why does electricity work this way and we actually educate on that we don't just teach it and see you later we educate along the whole way and i saw the vision of this i said jeremy let's teach this and he's like you're crazy like nobody's gonna want to learn this i said no dude we're gonna teach this and it actually started out as in-person seminars, you know, showing up in a in a in a, either like a a conference room or a classroom. I want to talk about that. Yeah. So your first conference, yeah, that you threw, you were super hyped on. Yeah. You booked it at a beautiful place in California, right? No, no, it was actually Tinton Falls. This Tinton. was the first one was Tinton Falls. But that was like probably the third one. That that one. Yeah. I want to yeah. talk about the third one. So let's go first one real quick. So first one, I said, hey. They told me I could put 20 people in the room. I sold 40 tickets. Jeremy told me, hey, let's sell for 300. I said, no, $1,000 a piece. I sold $40,000 in tickets. I thought I was rich. Where, but where did you where did you get those leads? <laughs> um, but the, again, okay, so back to business, like that's like, they were all close to me. They were they were my friends, family, like not friends, family, They're, but within- You have that many within, friends that do acupuncture? Within the acupuncture, okay, my stu- the, the people I went to school with, the people that they went to school with and the people they went it was all Got like it. it was all like those like those what do they call that like the the the, the like the your spider webs the that, spider that come web. out from your ecosystem it was all 7 degrees of separation there was no ability there was no email marketing there was a little slight email marketing but like i didn't understand how that worked yet but even though i did have a list from the podcast i didn't actually tap into that yet i started to a little bit you went off your natural market. People through your dad, people through Jeremy. Just, just and, exactly. You know, college friends. Exactly. So then, you know, I was like, holy crap, like this is something here. And I tried to film it actually. I hired some guy, he showed up with like a big VHS thing. And like, he had like, it was terrible. Jeremy like sat in the corner. We were like, our production was terrible, but the class was awesome. People loved it. We had great reviews. And. But the video was trash. I think I spent four grand on the on the well, video. What did it cost you though? What do you mean? What did the whole day? Uh, probably cost like you? ten G's. So you made thirty. Uh, yeah, like probably thirty, and we split it. You know, like so it was cool. All right, so you made fifteen grand, and it was awesome. We probably went on vacation. You know, like it was great. It was extra cash. It was like great side hustle, and that's what this was. It was an amazing side hustle. It was like at this point you didn't have Thrive fully launched, did you? Thrive wasn't actually open yet. Got it. Thrive was a vision, and it was starting to happen because that was like November 17, and then, but like. Let that, me ask you this, I never asked you this. Why didn't you just fully jump into that? 
I mean, you didn't visualize where it is today, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't visualize. I never actually visualized. I think we saw I'm one. Monday, of, I'm Monday quarterbacking right now, but. Yeah, like I think we said it. I think we said it earlier. I never actually could actually understand the gra- the the magnitude of where it's gone. Well, I don't want to jump into what I said to you the other yeah, day yeah. via text about. I'll, I'll get into that, yeah, but yeah. I want to keep going on yeah. the story. So now, so fast forward. Third one comes on. Fast forward. You're like, I'm going to take this nationally. Yeah, yeah. So Matt, fast forward. I think we we did another one. The next one we did, we actually did down in Bethesda, Maryland, and great class. Uh, we were young. We were like, we really didn't know what we were doing. This was, I think, 2016, 17 in that range, probably right around there. You know, in that, I forget exactly when, you know, time-wise was. And it was another great class. It was a weekend, two days, you know, blah, blah, blah. We probably did very similar numbers to the first one. And we're like, this is a great a side hustle. Okay, yeah, it's a great side hustle. Good. Life is good, blah, blah, blah. We drove down there, drove back. We were like, great, dude. We both fucking, had fun with some good people. Yeah, exactly. We partied on Saturday night when we were down there, the whole nine yards. And I'm like, you know what? We started being like, how can we take this bigger? How can we get this larger? Let's do a four-day course where we actually teach an advanced course. So actually for Friday and Saturday, they te- they actually watch. Hands-on. They have actually hands-on for four days. So we actually did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Real quick, how did you get those patients, or were they were somebody in the crowd? No, no, there's no patient. What are you talking about? Let's they, they, it, hands on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, hands on. Everyone worked on each other. Got it, exactly. Got it, got it. But again, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're like four day course. It's gonna be like double the. It's gonna be like five times. We're like, dude, I'm gonna go big. It's gonna be like four grand for the four days. Not just a thousand dollars for two. We're gonna charge four because that advanced yeah. part. We're quadrupling our profit. That the, the four days is just worth so much more. And so what I did was I tried to link. I started understanding. You know, I started being like, how can I affiliate market or some sort? But I was like, oh, affiliate marketing. Shout out to Joe Villani. Me and Joe Villani went to uh, affiliate, and we had no idea what the affiliate was. Affiliate summit. It was insane. And now affiliate's one of my biggest things in my life right now. Affiliate marketing. Talk about Joe Villani and what he's done for you in your life. Uh, he's just been a huge inspiration. Like he, I just, he's just funny. Like we, me and him are just super tight for some reason. He's just been this guy that I'm. He's just been this guy on like this. Me and him always motivate each other, but he's been a big brother to me. Uh, who's been tough on me at times, very tough at times for on certain things, and at other times we're super close, and it is what it is. But back on the subject, C- Seattle. So we booked this top, we booked this this, this four-day course in Seattle, and we sell it out. I think we sold like maybe. It was a lot of money. It was like six figures, wasn't it? Like in. Yeah, we did. Revs. Yeah, we did probably six multiple six figures in revs. But, you know, how old are you at this time? 29, 30, 29. How, like let's let's be honest yeah. cuz I like to come back to yeah. cutting people to the core a little bit. Not in a negative way, but like in like you can do this wake up type of way. How many 29-year-olds are saying I'm going to throw a six-figure conference event? They're like petrified of that, but like you were doing it. Yeah, but let's let's actually like move forward. Okay, so I flew out on Monday. I took my wife out there. Little did I know, though, that I had to guarantee every room that I booked out for this hotel for a Marriott. 
and Marriott's, they don't. They're, they're a corporate company. They're it's shrewd. a corporate company, but a lot of them are actually franchises again. So they're actually like, and then I, I made a really big mistake. And this has been a big, another big, huge thing in my life that I learned was like, you have to read every little detail on every back page, on every detail, the follow-up page of the follow-up no, page of the follow-up page attorneys. of like the 80 fucking thing of a contract. The you 80 page lawyers, of a contract. That's what you need. So they screwed me somehow and I had to guarantee all these rooms. So I ended up actually not making any money for this weekend. I yeah, maybe so you, made, you thought you were going to make 200 grand and you made I, zero almost. I might have made like 20. Yeah. But I thought I was going to make like 200. I did have a great vacation with my wife. We went out to Seattle. We saw... It's still a win. Yeah, we saw Seattle. It's a win. You failed so, forward. So so the crazy thing was, though, is that... I want to tell this story, though. It's, it's hilarious. And so at the time, though, I didn't even have a business credit card for this company. Let alone do I have... I have, an, I have a card for this company now that I don't think I even have a limit on. Like, at yeah. this time, I did not... I didn't have a business credit card. And... So the problem was is I, I had to make the final payment the the, the, 20, the 24 hours before at the, uh, no, at the desk or whatever. And they were like, hey, like you either have to put it on a credit card or you have to give uh, a direct deposit you can, or like a, uh, a wire. And I was like, yeah, but I don't have a credit card and I, I like, I don't, like, how am I going to just wire you money? Like, what do you mean? Like, are they, like blah, blah, blah. I already, because at first they told me I could give them a uh, a cashier's check. That's, that's, a, a cashier's check is endorsed by the bank that the money is there. Yeah. Like, that's what a cashier's check is, that the money is endorsed by yeah, the it's bank. it's real. That it's real. It's, it's not just a check that could, does nothing be behind it. So I actually showed up with the cashier's check and they said, sorry, we're, uh, sorry, my boss told me we can't take a cashier's check. I said, but you're, you told me that I showed up here now with a cashier's check. Like I showed up here now in Seattle from New Jersey with a cashier's check you for like 25 G's for my final payment. Like, and that was like my final payment. I was paying them all like, yeah. it was a lot of money to, to throw this to thing throw up, it. to throw this event. Food every day, all day, like, it was insane. And there were like uh, apologies, but like we're gonna need the money by X amount of time in our account by tomorrow if not the events all and these people were all flying in i think it was 100 people flying into seattle uh maybe not even 100 maybe 50 a lot of whatever people. it was it was a lot of people and at the time it was actually a really big event for me i was like i felt the pressure i was feeling so much yeah. pressure on me and me and my wife were out in seattle i we were seeing sightseeing we went up in the needle Went to these restaurants. We went. We were doing. We went hiking up in mountains. It was awesome. We had You're a living. great time. You were living. And then I find this out, and I'm like, "Holy shit! It's business time." I put her on a flight back home. This is what I think we flew in Sunday or Monday. We spent Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday hanging out. Wednesday afternoon, night, I went to work. I said, "Holy shit! I got to figure this out." Like afternoon, I think was Wednesday afternoon. I said, "I got to figure this out." And. I said, all right, cool. I'm gonna wire the money. So I, I walked, or maybe took an Uber at the time to a Wells Fargo in the town, in somewhere in Seattle, on the outskirts of Seattle. And I said, hey, I gotta wire money, but the problem is the money's actually in this check, in this cashier's check. 
Like it's not it's not in the account because they've already moved it. Like that's how our cashiers check. They actually draw it. So they have it. No, you don't have the money anymore. That's it's called collateral. Yeah, collateral. They hold it and then you can't have it. So they were like, listen, like the problem how the computers work depending on the time of the day, the money can't actually the money might never show up. And they the the this the place said to me that the money had to be in our account by the next amount of time. So we're sitting I'm sitting in this in this Wells Fargo. Now to be fair, you probably didn't have enough money to do both transactions. No, no, I didn't have the yeah. money anymore. That money was on this like, check. It was already allocated to the check. It was you already allocated to the check. You didn't have another fifty thousand laying around. Oh, yeah, yeah, young yeah. Guy. oh no, I no, dude, no. So the check, the check, like that, trust me, I'm like, holy shit. So I said to them, I sat down with like the manager of the of this branch. I said, listen, this is my situation. They said, listen, there's two options here. And there's two possibilities. You can put the money back into the computer. We could we could put this check back in. It can appear, it might not appear. If it doesn't appear, it's gonna take 24 hours. If it does appear, you're good. I said, they said, the problem is though, is if you put it in, the money's locked up for 24 hours. Like, you yeah, gotta pay this now. I said, I have the money has to be in there. There has to be there. Like, I have no options, or it has to. I have to have. I have to have some sort of evidence that How the money's moving. How stressed for you at this point? I, I think I might have. Like, I don't even know, dude. I was freaking out. Like, it, it was like probably one of like if I look back, like, like obviously, like. Were you still worried about the embarrassment? Probably, and just these different things, but the magnitude at the time was like, this is was my life. This I is. Love, I love you that know? you're saying that, and yeah. I'm not gonna take you off your story. Yeah. I want you to keep going. Yeah. The pressure we put on ourselves, like in these stupid situations, not that that wasn't a big deal, not yeah. that that those people wouldn't have been super upset, not that you wouldn't have maybe you know issues. Yeah. With these people showing up to an event that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But in the scheme of things, yeah. it's so small. And when we're starting out these businesses... But the company probably would have never survived. It probably would have failed the company I'm, and it probably I'm, never would have allowed for it to grow. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. that that's not true. Yeah. But a lot of times, as small business owners who are starting out... Listen, some of these guys... There's this young gentleman. I, sh I shared this story today. Like, Odin. Like, this kid's hustling, man. Like, the magnitude to him to pay for the insurance, set up the LLC... Like, we forget sometimes. Yeah, the small times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, like the it's magnitude. Insane. It's crazy. It's not that big of a deal. You, you but, get past it. Yeah, but it, no matter how big you get, there's going to be that same pressure, and it's the same pressure along the way. Yeah, it's still that same pressure. All the but, time. So I'm in this bank, and I said, they said, you can roll the dice. I said, let's roll the dice. So literally, like, dude, there's people in the bank also banking, and there's, like, Probably like 10, 15, this was like a huge bank in Seattle. Like, okay, think about New York City, a huge Wells Fargo in New York City. Yeah. Like there's like probably 50 people in the bank at the time. Like yeah. this wasn't like, you know, the local bank here in Wall where there's three people in there. Like there's probably 50 people in the bank and everybody literally got around the fucking computer and watched. Literally all 50 people as if we were watching the Super Bowl. And it was like, all right, we're going to enter it in. And all of a sudden, the fucking 25K popped up on the screen. Everybody freaked out. Like, literally, like, I, I was can't like, believe that works. I was like, party, we're go, we're in business, let's go. Like, here we go, we're in. Like, money's going, we're working tomorrow. So then it, it actually happened, but like, dude, but no, no, but, take, but that, 
Yeah. I know you're in your story. I don't want to take you yeah, off, yeah. but I want to point out the nuggets. Yeah. That's the risk taker. Dude, like, that's what makes shit happen. <laughs> that, all you fucking people that yeah, think yeah. that your plan's going to be perfect for any yeah, business yeah. you launch, it's never perfect. Oh, dude, never. Like, dude, fuck, it's never dude, perfect. I think I might have came down with fucking shingles out. I was so stressed fucking out that weekend. A few years, <laughs> this is, you know, probably, probably eight, nine years back, but we threw a big event, and... Like, we didn't have the money for the event yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, we needed to make, like, the commissions and the business happen yeah. before I got to this event. And, like, that's business ownership. Like, you yeah. got to jump off that cliff, yeah. take some risk, and you were. No, so, move along with the story, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess, like, as we started growing, though, we started realizing it's like, dude, we got to start, like, filming these, these, these actual projects and being like, we, because a lot of people overseas, in Australia, England, and, and different countries, even California, not for nothing, like, we didn't have the ability to just start reaching people, like, at the time. We didn't understand how to reach people. We didn't understand how to actually get leads or reach people. Yeah, we had a little bit of an, e uh, an email list that I had made for my podcast, and there was Facebook, and we might have had a few hundred people or maybe a thousand people in our Facebook group, but again, Facebook, you know, kills the logarithm of everything. The Zucks, shout took out the Zucks. The action you took back then, though, is yeah, yeah. what helped you start to be further along. Oh, than, huge, huge, huge! Then just but, starting to. But new I started realizing is like the way the future is. Everyone wants to start consuming products, either audio or visually. They don't, and and it's too much. Our lives are too busy. They don't want to travel. They don't want to have to travel around the country, or they don't want to fucking spend the weekend in 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 a. Uh, Think what's about it what travel is. It's, ex it's exhausting. Exhausting. It's kind consuming. It's expensive. All these different things. So we started filming these products and we started making them. They're not in DVDs, but I know you like it, it, we show it sometimes when we when we sell the product. Oh, there's 12 DVDs. It's just 12. It's 12 uh, lessons, and you know it's, it's 12, not a website. Yeah, it's modules on a website. And we built this really intricate, really cool online website that you could download and interact on, and and there's gamification and all these really cool things. And the business started really taking off. And I don't know, maybe my mind was growing too much. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start fucking selling out 100, 200, 300 person rooms. We're gonna film it and everything. COVID hit. We had, we, I had sold 300 tickets to an event. Shout out to COVID. Shout out to COVID. Shout out to... I think I sold two to three hundred rooms, two, two to three hundred uh, tickets to an event at the. Yeah, that was at, canceled now. At the Newark Airport, Governor Murphy said you could have twenty-five people in a room legally, and a Marriott's not going to bend. You know, it's not like it's a local company that nobody's coming in the room. Like you know, it's a big Marriott. It's at Newark Airport. They're not bending on twenty-five people. They're part of the cabal. <laughs> That's a joke, guys. Calm down. <laughs> so I was like, wow, what do I do? People are asking for refunds. People are asking for their money. And I'm like, and I'm standing strong. I'm like, listen, you know, my company policy is that we stand by our product, but we don't give refunds. We will always take your money. We'll always give you a product. We'll always make good on the product, but we're not giving refunds. We just don't. And because we stand behind our product. My, our product is good. You're never not, like, our product is... You're never not learning. You're never not dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get something good out of what you're doing. Like, I will deliver. I'll, we will deliver. And, you know, my mind started spinning, and I said, the show must go on. 
I'm not gonna cancel this thing. We're gonna figure it out. We're filming this thing. We're gonna live stream it. Just People in this quick. world. Who was filming your other stuff in person? Like, so I had this dude, Mike. Actually, shout out to Mike. I think I, I, think dude, I spoke to him, cool right? Cool dude, cool kid, cool kid. And uh, Middletown Red Bank guy? Yeah, yeah, he lives up in Lincroft, I Lincoln. think. Um, I think he lives in Red Bank, Lincroft. He bounces around a little bit, but he, he, uh, he's been there with day one since me. He's traveled with me to San Jose, California. He's traveled all over the place with me, and he's filmed our events. He's done a lot of stuff with us, and I, we've recently... You know, he's been gotten so busy in the in the wedding space that he no longer could do my weekend stuff, but we really don't do much weekend stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's not that end of the world. We mostly film in private studios and professional studios now in Georgia Public Broadcasting down in Atlanta, Georgia. So we really don't need him that much. So I think he realized that and he started just poking out. Listen, he can't, he outgrow can't, people. Yeah, it's, he, it's all good. We both outgrew each other almost in a weird yeah. way, which is fine. And... Uh, you know, I said, we're going to live stream. I said, Mike, let's figure out how we're going to live stream it. And Mike said, let's do it, dude. He bought a switchboard. We invested in some equipment and we figured a way. We got a Vimeo account. At this time, did you know Justice yet? No, no, no. Justice had nothing right. to do with this at the time. And, uh. I love how you're taking control here. And no, actually, dude, not for nothing. No, maybe Justice got involved with us right at this point. I thought and, so. And that's how. Back to me, you're the douchebag. Why, why am I the dirtbag? I said douchebag. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So, so. I've studied you. And. I'm a student. So, we realized, we're like, holy shit, how are, now we have to sell live stream tickets. But it gave us the opportunity to sell more on top of what we already owed, what we already had sold. So we were like, okay, we have all these people and we're like telling them, hey, listen, we're just going to live stream it. And they were like. And the thing is, the God blessing was most people were like, we don't want to be in a room with other people anymore anyway, because that COVID was the death at the time. It was the Black Plague. Nobody wanted to be around I each other. I was washing my groceries. <laughs> people were wiping everything. If you got a package from UPS, you were wiping it at the time. This was like then. This yeah. wasn't This wasn't like yeah, everybody after was the afraid. fact that yeah. everyone realized it was the pandemic. We were all afraid at first. But Fauci well, got us Yeah, but upset. at first it was like, okay, so... Fast forward a little bit later, we had sold hundreds of live stream tickets, moved all those previous tickets into live stream. We still were able to get a few people in the room. The show went on and it was a huge success. We realized that we actually had a way viable product, a bigger product. And at the time we met Justice, shout out to Justice. He's Egan. gonna be on the pod soon. Justice Egan, we're gonna get him. He's actually coming Labor Day weekend. Yeah. I heard the jersey. You should get him on that time. He he said he's going to come on. He you should get him on. He, he supposed he's coming to town Labor Day weekend. So everything that we're doing here and what we're going to do with Fireside and the verticals off of it and the eco loop and all that stuff is shout out to AJ and Justice. Real talk. So, really smart guy. So Joe We shouldn't tell too many people that. I know, I know. You really shouldn't. Yeah. So just, Justice it helped us take our business from literally like incubator like little baby to he was a copywriter he understood the ads dude he understood how the whole game played he everything. understood the human mind he, he, it's it's insane it's it's infathomable because i think we were telling you guys earlier like i'm not going to talk numbers too much but like you know when you start thinking of like what you think i'm going to talk numbers what <laughs> all right what do you, what do you want to talk so like so like you want to like okay you start thinking of like holy shit i would love to have a twenty five thousand dollar a month 
a month. Like, okay, that equals to what you times that by twelve. We're, we're jumping around, but I want to I want to keep you on course from what we were on. Yeah. So you you go and you say, wow, we have the ability to reach people via social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Social media. You know, the Facebook digital ads. The, the digital and, like, infrastructure. The really big thing is like this webinar into a sales pitch into this. No, it's, it's, it's a chasm. We take people along the chasm. Uh, the chasm. We take people along I the chasm. I call it discovery process. Yeah, but you take people. It's discovery process. You take people along the chasm, and that's really what it is. And we take people along the chasm through Facebook ads or a group in from this to to a webinar. Eco into loop. a sales process, to to a sales page, to a sale, and it's this whole. Now I want to talk about that though. Yeah, yeah. So someone who maybe watches and say, well, like, you're selling the shit out of those person, that person. No, you're actually educating them yeah, yeah, along yeah. the way, and you're building a digital relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to explain this to people like my father-in-law and other people who are not yeah. so privy to the it, space. It, it, so the problem is se selling the shit out of a person is the problem is when the product on the other end sucks. Doesn't perform? Yeah. When it doesn't perform. It's like Bad when reviews. It's, it's, it's like when someone sells you like a fucking Subaru or a fucking like a Kia. You got sold on a Kia, well that sucks. But like I'm buying a fucking Mercedes-Benz or a Lamborghini. Okay, well okay, I sold myself. I wanted that car. But, like you know what I mean? Like But to it, my point, it, what I want people to know? understand is that like all of this stuff online takes time. You have to build it slow. It's not like I'm going to buy 45. For example, people reach out to me all the time about the podcast. Ryan, we can get you ranked in the top five. Ryan, we can get you 6,000 followers. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, I'm growing this organically. I'm a unique bird. People are going to attach to me that like me and what I'm putting on. And the people I'll get I put you, on. I'll get you 10,000 yeah, 100,000 or a million likes ever. for $7. You know how you build, you know how you build it? Just the like Indian, you, the Indian in uh, in Pakistan telling you that? Yeah. I think Sal said that to me years ago. It's something that he discovered. He was like, you know, I wanted to get all these new followers and I hired these guys from overseas. I think they were maybe India or Middle Eastern, whatever it may have been. And he was like, then I got all these bots. And like, he was learning that, you know, shout out to Sal a little bit, you know, the yeah, credit yeah. of, of, of yeah, learning yeah, through his failures. The bot stuff on that is terrible. That happened to me too early on too. So like, you learn all these things and at the end of the day, Evan and I have always spoke about this, like, it's all about the organic following. Like, who's your base of people? And then that's gonna set the tone of the yeah. algorithms. At the time, COVID hit, you're now saying, hey, we can capture all these people from afar via social media. Well, think about it, they're all sitting home too. Everybody was. Yeah. So think about like this time now, everybody's worried about inflation and what's gonna happen in the job market over the next three, four months, right? Just naturally how cycles of the economy go, it's telling us that soon there should be all these layoffs. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but that's what to say. But the guys like you and I are not sitting back saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna fucking lose. We're killers. Like yeah, we're gonna yeah. go win." So COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. You saw this opportunity. You understood building relationships through digital world, social media. Talk about that. I mean, we had this group that we were cultivating that for a long time, and educating these people about electroacupuncture of the benefits of it and why it's good and all this stuff and slowly dripping on them, slowly dripping and slowly dripping over time and time and time. And, you know, uh, bringing justice, I started realizing is like, how can we just keep taking this to the, the next level? And instead of like, always just, you know, going from city to city to city, because that was the old school model. 
of seminars. It totally was. You went on tour. I did it in the beginning of my career. Yeah, you went on tour. You said, okay, I'm going to go capture Seattle. I'm going to go capture LA. The wealthiest guys are speaking on stage here for the weekend. Yes, exactly. You go capture the market in all these different cities. And I said, no, like, let's go fucking find a, a professional studio and produce a product that literally looks like a TV show and it's gonna live streamed in everyone's homes on their flat screens because they could just, you know, everybody nowadays puts their live stream onto their TV or whatever it is via their computer or their phone and you could just live stream it right on and it, you know, via the computer now, it's just the technology is so good that I said, we're gonna produce a product that, because when we were originally, we were producing it with literally cameras like we're producing this right now and with like a switchboard that was like, literally looked like a Sega uh, Genesis or like, or the old school like Nintendo thing that had like a few buttons on it. And it was like switch from camera to camera. Like that's what it was. Like we were literally working on a little box and it was literally cameras like this. And that's what we were working with filming. We are now using Georgia Public Broadcasting. They, they do The Walking Dead, they do Core TV. I wanna say like literally, uh, 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 like some humongous shows that everyone watches, like you and I watch, like they, like, I mean, The Walking Dead, like, uh, Hunting TV, like these beat, these shows that people watch every day gets filmed there. We use the sets of theirs. So I want to bring you back though, like, yeah, you were talking about the studio and how you're producing this, which is awesome. Yeah. But I want to talk about how Justice woke you up to creating that digital relationship, walking someone through this discovery or sales process, yeah. slowly adding value for free, and then how you monetize that. I think that's a big value add to anybody who watches. Oh, huge. I mean, where do, where do you want to start? Like, I want to talk about the eco-loop in itself. Like, if, if, like I remember the first eco-loop that Justice showed me and my, and my partners, and for full disclosure, we would have did much more with Justice if I didn't have restrictions on compliance. Yeah. So if you have like an eco lip, you see who we are, you see we throw a product out there and now we're actually starting a smart funnel that's gonna follow you for the next probably year, I think. I think we follow people now on the internet for one year. Um, you can't get away from us, we'll follow you. And just like when you buy, you you search Air Maxes, Air Maxes, yeah. Air, Nike or Amazon, depending on who grabs that grabs that logarithm, is gonna follow you for for fucking probably you for the next couple of weeks. You'll see their ads. So talk about how it, it's 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 via tags online. How it works. It's it's your your IP and your tags. You get pulled into a tag, and that tag shows something, and it's all backdoor stuff via different systems and different. So can I talk about it in a simplistic way? Yeah, yeah. So the way that Justice described it to me, he was like, hey, Ryan, listen, you have this product, yeah. right? And let's just say you're talking about retirement. Compliance, I'm not doing this. You put some stuff out there and you get somebody via a Facebook ad, which Justice has done the copywriting for you. You're trying to grab keywords that yeah. people are clicking on. At that point, you go through a funnel. Yep. The funnel then says, hey, I have these other stuff over here. Like, why don't you fill out these forms or set up a meeting? Yep. At that point, Justice knows, or the Eco Loop knows, how far you came down that funnel. 
So either you stopped at the point of you opened it and didn't read anything, or we felt you read halfway, or we felt you finished it, but you never scheduled a meeting. Yep. At that point, we're attaching cookies or other things to you, tags, in your yep. word. It's all about tags. And now we're sending you an email because your email is required to get this piece of information already sent to you. Yeah. Right? Or someone's calling you or whatever it is. So, or, or Depending you, on like where that, how your system works. If you scheduled a meeting, at that point you may want to call me to set up an appointment. But at this point, I didn't get you to do anything yet. You didn't fill out the forms that I needed completed. So now my, my system that we built is saying, hey AJ, like I saw that you read my retirement piece. It seems like you're interested in this space. Why didn't you, you know, give us a phone call? Yeah. Because the phone call and the opportunity to calendar was there. Yeah. And then they don't they don't do anything, and the, and the email keeps chasing you on your Google Click ads and, and, and this nature. To your point, exactly. The tags keeps, are tied to you. Talk keeps, about that it, more. It keeps showing up. Well, you know, I think the old school saying is seven seven hits for someone to actually buy from you. You know, and I think it's probably twenty one now. It's probably thirty now, and you yeah, got to just. Much. You know, not for nothing. I see it working for me online. I keep seeing the same sneaker over and over again, the same Lululemon pant, the same Lululemon t-shirt. I'll probably eventually just fucking make it out I'm buying it. Yeah, you look good. Because I searched it originally. You look good in those Lululemons. But you searched it originally. You wanted it originally. You looked for it. And then they keep hitting you again. It's like, all right, I'll just buy it. It's the same thing. Like, they're just telling you what you want. It's the same thing like you said before. Like, oh, this whole chasm. We're taking someone across the chasm. Like Discovery. Discovery. We're just helping someone discover and understand yeah, what, they want. what they already came to you, what I they want. I just got to dumb it down for them. Like, the girls didn't even thrive every day. They get mad at me for being like, follow up with this person. I'm, I'm, and they're like, no, I'm being annoyed. I'm like, you're not being no, annoyed. they want They this. called us first. They gave us their information first. Please follow up with them. I agree. Please call them. They want help. They're hurt. They are in pain. They want help. They may be busy. They may have a They may be busy. Most people have excuses in their life to not get help. Help them get them. help. They are asking us for help. They filled their information out. They called us. But that's real life stuff. You're doing this. I'm saying online. Digitally. Yes, yeah. digitally. So, so what I'm saying is that we realized that there was such a niche here and there was an ability to actually capture so much ability to, there was nobody doing this in our space and there was nobody doing this at, at any degree. And we took advantage of it, full advantage so, of it. Well, I saw There's it. a million things. <laughs> I think Justice saw it as well. There's a million things that you could talk about in that space. But when you did that, let's say the first three months, what were the what were the roundabout revenues you were doing? I think like like our first our first webinar maybe like our first webinar ever we maybe did like twenty two thousand. And what what was the profitability on that? You had to drive ads to that. We did like ten fifteen thousand, but it was a webinar. But then we were doing like multiple webinars. We were doing like follow up. We were having replays off that webinar. And you didn't leave, you know, you didn't leave your town. No, that was all digitally. And it was all digitally, but yeah, well, I have to, I, we, this, the, these webinars sell a live event that we go down to Georgia. So I got to fly out on, and I mean, whatever. But you drive them. Yeah. Georgia, it's produced well. Yeah. But, you but now that product is filmed too, and that product can keep getting resold as a digital product now too. And you call it, you know, what was the name that Justice used? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Evergreen. 
Ever, well, that's the webinar. We, you turn a webinar into Evergreen. The product itself, but the, that Evergreen product can sell an Evergreen product too. It's crazy. Describe it's so, that. So though. like everything is Describe just- Evergreen. So Evergreen is like, think about if like, so like an example like uh, would be if you ever come across a webinar and they're like, hey, this webinar starting in six minutes. It's going live. It's going live, it's live in six minutes. And you're like, wait, really? Holy shit, I gotta go? That webinar, 99.9% .9 of the time, is not gonna be actually live. Yeah, no one's there, it's a bot. No one's actually there, it's a bot. It's a recorded webinar that appears live, and that's called, it's an evergreen webinar, and that evergreen webinar is just continually running. So like our business, sometimes at times, we'll have evergreen webinars running, and they're at one o'clock and eight o'clock, because typically when we do actually live webinars, they're at one o'clock and eight o'clock, so we repeat our process so people actually see our organic, and they see they're what we're- They're getting the same feel. They see what we're doing, and they actually sees, and it's like that exact thing, hey guys, it's one o'clock, or hey guys, it's eight o'clock, and it's that same product, and we edit it down, and we really niche it down to actually be really, really good for How that product. How long did it take you to get to that evergreen place probably took us a couple years like a year or two of doing at, uh, webinars but now like our webinars are like so they're so dialed in that like now like when we do one it's like that one is can just dialed we don't even because, have to edit it anymore but is it dialed in because your targeting got better on the ad target it's on everything no but our product we've just done them so many times that like whoever's producing it or whoever jeremy my my partner that actually sells the product you know, if I'm the one running on the back end stuff, he's the front end stuff on the product. So fast forward, you found the studio, you found Justice, you and Jeremy are, are putting your heads together, you're making smart moves. You're doing maybe $20,000, $25,000 a month. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome, a side Digitally. hustle. It's a side hustle on top of, of whatever else I'm doing. Yeah, it was awesome. That's Unreal. Not even as a side hustle, as a person who's passionate about that. Yeah, they're making twenty five grand a month. Yeah, it's a great living, right? Yeah, no, I think I think yeah, exactly. It's like, a great living. Yeah. And now to this day, to fast forward, you guys have dialed in, and this is what taking action means. Yeah, yeah. You're failing, figuring out, failing, figuring out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, each all, one of these verticals, ads, email, opens, and, and not, all of it. And, and the crazy thing is, like you say, fail, figure it out, fail, figure it out. Like, dude, every time we've done anything, and I don't, and no one, if someone can rebut me on this, please hit me up on Instagram. Please hit me up on anywhere. What's your check one. You can tag me. Obviously, you're gonna tag me and all this stuff. But like, literally, rebut me on this. If you can rebut me on this, I, I'll, I'll literally hand you a dollar, hundred dollar bill. You launch a digital anything, a launch of a webinar, a launch of this, an email you are gonna have digital problems. It doesn't matter, there's always gonna be broken back ends, there's gonna be broken this, yeah, there's gonna be broken this. They, it doesn't matter how good your team is, like dude, I have, I have Paul and Justice, they are fucking ninjas. Like they are the most ninja upon ninja, and literally every, dude, today we, were, we ran webinars. There was problems, it doesn't matter, like you're gonna have problems, and like, now I don't even, it doesn't even, it doesn't phase me anymore. And it's like crazy how even in the office now, but a like, real business has problems. Like, dude, in my office, Nike has problems. I have every day. problems. Macy's have problems. I have problems all day in business now, and it's literally they don't find a solution. They don't phase me the way that like before, dude. That would literally fluster you. Like, 
crush my breath. I would freak out. I would be like, no, it's like, okay, pivot, figure it out. Cause I'm gonna continue to have, I'm gonna have problems tomorrow. So like that's entrepreneurship. You're gonna have problems tomorrow. So like why freak out about it today? Figure it out and move on to tomorrow. Yeah, put your head down and go to work. Like just go to work. Like, but, but talking about, yeah, you know, this now getting to this point where it's like, hey, we have these guys justice, we're dialed in, yeah. we failed forward, I figured out email, why they're not opening, I figured out how to target more ads, and what most people don't realize is there's probably how many acupuncturists around the world, we're not just talking America, like how many are there? Maybe 50,000. Right, that, that's a lot of people to target yeah. and retarget and target. It's such a niche market though, that's what's like really cool about it. It's not like, we're not but just you're still able to make the money yeah. you're making, which is, really, really impressive while you help people. So fast forward to all this. Recently, you know, you, you started to have some upticks, right? You had a hundred thousand dollar a month and then it would die off to very minimum. You have a hundred thousand you'd have a fifty thousand dollar a month. You're now at the point where you're potentially having six figure days. Well the one thing was is that what was really cool about a while back we pivoted and said, you know what, we have to start having some sort of residual a residual number. And so we started a membership model that we produce a product every month and the people are in this insider's model. So we have about a 40, 30 to $40,000 of residual income that's like essentially just fucking on autopilot now within the model, 30 to 40,000. It's huge. Huge of just auto revenue. Covers costs. I mean, Increases beyond, profitability. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's just there, it's there. So like, and then, you know, these these abilities of like, we go back to affiliate marketing, Joe Villani, affiliate marketing. We started being like, how can we really bring this business to the enormous level? We used to be like, all right, well, we've exhausted, our, we haven't exhausted our list, but like our list is, this is what our list is producing. Every time we run a launch, this is what our list is producing. This is what our list is producing. Like. You know, that's how. You know what it is, yeah. It's the You're same dialed thing. In. It's dialed in. This is what our list is producing. How can we produce more? So we linked out with some like affiliate affiliate guys, some really cool like different companies, and we do affiliate marketing for companies, and they do affiliate for marketing for us. Like that's so, for a quick example, let's just say you use a certain tool for acupuncture. They have a brand that actually rock that tool. They sell that tool. They want to attach it to EAM. You exactly. guys collab. You sell a product, you guys split the revs. Exactly, or vice versa. They 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 market our product, our our education through your people, your email list, through their list, and then they get a vig. That's how affiliate marketing works. If for those who don't know what affiliate is, it's like you're selling a product for a for a portion of the product. That's all it is on 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 each end. So, we linked up with some really big affiliate people, and early in the month. We linked up with this company called Meridia throughout Idaho and they produce electronic products and we've been trying to produce our own electronic device, which we do because we use electro devices to produce electro acupuncture. And we co-branded a device for them affiliately and then we're selling the product now. And like that device alone for the month has produced over six figures. Yeah, for, it's huge. Just revs for us, not for them. I don't even, I mean, times that by five for them probably that they produce. Um, so you're taking 20% of the revs. I think it's around 20% that we get on that. So think about that. Everybody but we do nothing, attention. we don't, we don't, we don't but ship everybody it. paying attention. We don't touch it. We don't ship it, we don't touch it, we don't do anything to it. But this is a huge thing. Yeah. If you're finding a tribe or you're finding a following in anything that you're doing, 
you just need to have a little bit of that. That's bigger guy. Yeah, he's going to make more than you, but he's going to throw you 20% of this yeah. pretty big deal. But That's a lot of money. other end, listen to this. So now when we're selling our products, they're, they're going to produce for us. So like of course. yesterday we ran a webinar. They produced to their list. We had some other affiliates too, but they're our biggest affiliate for sure. In one day, I mean, we did $130,000 in one day. Not not a month, not a year in now, one day. Now, is that day. selling your coaching? Is it selling your it's master's a, class? We're selling one product. It's an, an event. We're selling a live stream event on September 24th and 25th. And that's all it's selling. It's selling those two days the event. They're buying one ticket. That's all they're buying. And what's that ticket cost? Uh, $14.97, that ticket costs. So that's a good amount of people that yeah. bought at so, $14.97 yeah. to create over six figures. Yeah, so think about that. So we, I think we made six figures for that launch at the beginning of the month. We did $131 yesterday, and I think today already we've already done um, on other other webinars and other replay products and other stuff. We've done another... We'll we'll do over three we'll do three three hundred thousand this month of August, in for a pro, for a company that at times I thought twenty five thousand was a big month and we'll do three hundred thousand this month and and it's crazy though to think like because now in my mind I'm starting to like understand that it's like yeah I'm really starting to think bigger of how can it get bigger and I'm starting to realize like it's really wasn't that big of a deal because at some points like the money grabs within areas are not a hard lift yeah some things are a hard lift but then it starts realizing yeah, that compounding. it's like it starts to compound like crazy it's insane like it's just that. easier you're grabbing the low-hanging fruit yeah you just grab things and now like a three now like a hundred thousand dollar month is not a big even like a big deal to me anymore in this company it's starting to like be like, how do I, how do I go to a million dollar month? That's real. My mind is starting to say like, how do we residually get to a 250 month? Like that's where my mind is starting to go. Like it's yeah. not there yet. It's like, how but do you, I, you can do it, but I am there. They're, my brain is churning. So, like it, so know? I want to move this along because we can go for hours yeah, about yeah, we really can. The, the, the technical side of what you're doing, but moving forward, I want to talk about mindset of continuing to not have limiting beliefs. Yeah. And then I want to ask you a couple questions rounding out. All right, cool. So how do you allow yourself? So one thing I observe about you is you're always, sometimes in my mind, to be fair, and I, I tell you this to your face, like you're just creating stress all the time. Like, yeah. I'm going to jump off the next, I'm going to jump off the next thing. You, you bought a beautiful condo for your family to create memories at, which is awesome. You moved into this new building, which is not, cheap by any means you're trying to make some other moves behind the scenes you're doing things with eam you have a daughter at home a wife like how do you have that mindset just to the moon i, I you know not for nothing like i think like i i've started i think the other day you might have said some things to me and and again i think we started this podcast off saying that like you know we're very critical of each other and we really appreciate that of each other. And I think the other day you started saying a few things to me. And, you know, I, and I think after we had the conversation, I think later in the day, I, I texted you and I said, yo, Rye, I really appreciate you. And, I, and you made me think, and it's like, maybe I do, like I can't always just jump, jump, jump. Like I am a big jumper. I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like I, 
as much as I am, I'm just. It, it's what keeps you going. It, it, I'm an adrenaline junkie. Like it, I need, I need that dopamine. I need that dopamine. I, I'm not, I'm not a drug. I don't do drugs. I don't do this. I don't do that. It's it, your, it, your drug is business. My drug is work and and the and the and the rush and the chase. Like that is my. But drug. I was trying to tell you that it yeah. is problematic you know it like, is it, it, it trust me and it gets and that's me that's why you're getting yeah. these coaches yeah yeah exactly and i think coaches help me dial things in and and my problem is too is like not for nothing like i probably can be like so much more dialed in on numbers and so much more dialed in on things but like details but like not for nothing like this is who i am like you are who you are like everyone is who they are and everyone is like why like like at the end of the day, like being critical of each other is good things, but then at the same time, it's like, well, you're unique of who you are, and I'm unique who I am, and I'm this is how I'm gonna live, and I'm Eat gonna the meat, spit the bones. Yeah, well, or vice versa. I'm gonna spend the money that I want to spend how I'm gonna spend it, and yeah, there are certain aspects of things of like being a good friend of being like, dude, you're being stupid. But at the same time of like being like, well, this is really what makes me happy. And this is what is gonna continue to keep me driving. And this is what's gonna continue to get me to wake up to keep driving to who I am and why I love my life and how I love my family. There's like, there's like a fine line there, I think. To like, me, honestly, that's what I've discovered about you is yeah. that those things do keep you going. They do make you happy. The Porsche, the condo, the high-end trips, the things that you like to do with your family is what makes you happy. So like, I'm nobody to judge. Things that I do, yeah. people wouldn't agree with either. You exactly, know? yeah, so, exactly. But I, I I do believe that it's good to have people who check you and you eat the meat yes. and spit the bones. You got, sometimes you gotta get fucking pulled back to fucking earth. Yeah. Like 100%. And we and we are, we are 100% on the same page with that. Like sometimes, yes, we all get out of control. And there's sometimes that like, we all need a fucking little bit of check and we need a little bit of an understanding of like where we're at and all that stuff. Like there was a, there was an old partner of mine, Jim Artenzio. He was a majority partner of the firm, and he used to talk about hockey fights. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna have a hockey fight. And you ever see the hockey players walk off the ice? They're like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, you just punched that guy in the face 20 minutes ago. And I think in business we have to have hockey fights, and then we walk off the ice. Yeah. And, and we're okay. So rounding this out, I want to ask you two questions. I've asked you this in the past. I want to ask you now. Give us two local business owners, not the same as you did last time, that you would give some love to or a shout out, or maybe in the future they should be on Fireside. Um, I, I, I think one who I think you really should have on is... Uh, This is a tough one, actually. Just because of, like, there's so many people out there. Just give a shout-out to the first two people that come to your mind. Business owners. You like you like their marketing. You like what they're doing. You like the their hustle. The crazy thing is, you know, I've introduced you to uh, and, and a lot of guys that I that have come on. There's a numerous people that have come on the business that I thought were great products or great people to come on. The pro uh, came, come on. Um, you know, I... You know, as far as I, I, I dig deep, it's it, it's like the funny part is, is like I run and run. As much as I love Jamie with Eat Clean, I love Jay at Fit Food. Like 
it has nothing to do with that. They're both a, what's it called? They're both a. Uh, they're different. They're both a, a delivery service of a food product. But Jay is such a fucking cool dude. Like, he's literally like, I've known him actually way longer than Jamie. I actually met him when I was starting my podcast as I was getting into podcasting. When I first started getting into like, how do I figure out business online? Like I started trying to like interview like business owners and I interviewed Jay when he was like trying to do something like online. Back and, in the day. and the crazy part was it was like this, like it never even did anything. Cause like the pro I, I don't think the internet, the interview didn't get recorded. Like, like, I mean, like that's what happened, which is funny, but, but you like the guy. You had yeah. Fun. We, we do. He dude. still comes into the office. He, we're still cool. Like I but think I, in my opinion, though, yeah. like the guy like Jay can come on the show all day long. He's doing something different yeah, than Jamie's different. doing. Yeah, Jamie's thinking, yeah, exactly. Hundred million dollars a yeah. year. Jay's thinking, lifestyle, I'm cool making lifestyle, a million bucks a year. Yeah, lifestyle, yeah. the whole thing, and that's what's cool about Jay too. Like, he travels to Nicaragua, like or like, or Peru, or these different countries, and he's like, and his product, which is cool, he'll come back home and like tie like a little bit of flavor into his foods and every, stuff. It's cool. Every buddy's definition of success is different. Yours and I's definition. You know is another person that you got you should find a way, and I don't know them personally, but just because of like well, two more. I'm gonna go two more. And one you do know, the dude from Pliables, you gotta get on here. Just because of how they're fucking local and that dude just fucking figured it out. Him and I him and I talked yeah. at Butcher Block a few you weeks do, ago. Yeah, you he got has a little bit of restriction with Yeah, what you he's got gotta going figure on. a way to get him on here. Just because of like, dude, he figured it out. Local kid figured it out to really. He's got like five Ferraris down uh, in yeah, Jupiter. Yeah, I saw him blowing up down fucking Fifth Ave the other day by my office on yeah. in Belmar. Um, he figured it out. Like he found a way to go from fucking one little brick and mortar to fucking multi, 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 multi millions. Like just bazooka. Um, and the other one is Rook Coffee. Find a way, like, let's shout out who's got a connection to Rook Coffee. Let's get Rook Coffee on this fucking podcast. They have a product that people want. Just like Pliables figured out a product that people want and why. What is the the enigma of the of what they figured out? And that's really what needs the message needs gets across. It's like, trust me, like, yeah, Thrive has a product, EAM has a product, and both do produce well but I don't produce at the levels of those two. Like, I just don't. Like, I can't sit here and mm -hmm. say I do. Like, yeah, we do well. Both those companies do very well, but they don't produce at the levels of Rook and they don't produce at the levels of Pliables. For me, like with Rook, I don't I don't think they're that big. Like, how many stores do they have? Dude, they produce, like, they, yeah, they're growing though too, I think. Like, they're just. I hope so. I, I, yeah. I didn't love their model. I think their coffee's good. <laughs> But, but as a but local, I would love them to come on just company, to, just but a local pick company, brain. But a local company? Supposedly they were two, what's it called? Uh, I love them. They I were love two, they're local. They were two like uh, uh, Wall Street guys, or a, a male and a female, I think, that just fucking hated it. And they were like, you know what, fuck it, let's go sell coffee. And they, you know? Listen, anybody who's a good person yeah. and they can handle being challenged, yeah. they can handle good dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I welcome that. Right, what's the other question you got to close it? One last question for the, the new entrepreneur. What would you say to him? Take action. You know what? Don't worry about the critics. You're going to fail. You're going to get haters. You're going to continue to get haters. Just keep going. Believe in yourself. 
Like that's a, the biggest thing is believe in yourself because I feel like me starting out, I'm not gonna lie to you, I had nobody around my life. I don't even know if, I had a little bit of leaf within my family, my wife and, and certain things, but there's been doubts in those, in, in those people. You know, we I all have doubts. I, no, no, I'm saying even in them, like pushing on me of, you know, you have a cushy job, we have a we have a nice life. We have these things. You're gonna hear these things from people. But if you have this entrepreneurial, what does Stuman call it? Law of average. You have this. You have this entrepreneurial thing on your shoulder. It doesn't matter. Like you're gonna want to keep going, and you're gonna continue to hear, say maybe from your wife, or from your mother, or from your father, your that, friend, that your friends, your best friend, even your best friends. Law of averages. It doesn't matter like that, hey, you have a good job, you're making good money, why would you screw with that up? Why would you fuck that up? Dude, you're doing well, you have all these things, but if you have this entrepreneurial itch, there's nothing that could fucking- Fulfill it. Fulfill it. There's nothing that can, it doesn't matter. Like nobody like, and, and you could have your wife even tell you that, you know, hey, you know, is it the best time? Is it not the best time? Is it, you know, it's not that, like my wife supported me to the fullest to start thriving. She continues to support me now. But, you know, maybe a lot. you might hear words of like, maybe it's not the best time or maybe we should wait or these things. Relax. But it, relax or let's slow down, all these things. But if you have this entrepreneurial drive, it's just like, it's in you. You're going to go, go, go. Like I, when I push the pedal, the pedal's going. Like it just, that's who I am. Like, and I and, think that's a great and, answer. And, and, and not for nothing, like believe in yourself. Like, because the thing is like, I find myself even today still like having problems believing in myself in certain things. And it's like, why is this slowing up or why is this or what's happening right now? It's like, Holy shit! It's like, oh, like, am I failing? Am I screwing up? What did I make I the wrong? I the same thing. Did I not make the? Did I make the wrong decision doing this? Did I make the wrong decision making this move? It's like, okay, take a deep breath, relax, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. You made the right move. You did the right thing. Get up tomorrow, make a checklist, figure out what's what the ta action tax tasks are to be done, and take action. The, the, that was a great answer. I think a lot of times we get stuck in the fear. Yep, so the we fear. did we did this move now and now I gotta figure it out, I gotta make it work. Yeah. But you can either take that fear and let it sink you, or you could take that fear and let it launch you. Yeah. And I think that you have let it launch you. I appreciate you coming on. Oh dude, I was a great time. This is a late night, I'm getting tired, yeah, my voice yeah. is cracking. Yeah you are dude. It sounds like you're getting sick over there. I am. I probably am. <laughs> I need a bourbon. Thank you. Cheers brother. This is good brother. Cheers.